When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Donna and Steve, back at it. Uh, two more hours. Feels yeah. like an eternity when you say it out loud. Sure does. Thank goodness for DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Rocco, this morning on the Jason and Alexis show, yeah. they were playing Would You Rather? Yeah. And one of the choices was, would you rather have lobster claws as hands <laughs> mm-hmm. or, or uh, have sand in your bed every night? Oh, boy. Mm. I'm going to have to claw it. I'd lobster claw that. I'll take the sand. I no. think so, too. I think I could sleep deeply enough to get over it. And then you exfoliate. Yeah. You just, you know, you kind of push it aside on your Guys, bed. this is insanity. No. Yeah, my son always tells me when they were studying, like, Roman history, you know, they used olive oil and sand to sort of clean the body. Maybe you could just throw some olive oil in there. Oh, wake yeah. Wake up clean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Completely exfoliated. Correct. That's why they had such beautiful skin. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right. I think this is pretty clever. What's with the face? What's going on? Did you just suck on a Q-tip? Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah, thank you, Rocco. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Ladies, no. Oh, because you're going to do something with it now. It's not When you apply mascara. Yes. If you get any excess mascara on your skin, then you just take a, cute, a wet Q-tip and you roll it underneath to oh, really? get the smudgies. When you clean your ears, do you lick the Q-tip first? No. I do. Hmm. I may so have. both of you lick Q-tips. We're Q-tip lickers. I am not. That's... You know, one of my favorite things as a kid, too, and this has nothing to do with music news, and I'm already apologizing, was getting my ears cleaned by my mom. It just like felt good. It was because like you don't know how to clean your ears as a kid. And my kids now really like getting their ears clean. And now they have like the bigger Q-tips because, you know, Q-tips are not intended for. They're not. Oh, gosh. Here we go. It's a PSA. All of a sudden. I'm just saying, Todd, I'm trying uh. to make, I'm trying to keep people safe. Sorry that you live a back alley life. I'm trying to keep families out there safe. <laughs> so I clean my dog's ears. Okay. You know, and he, He's kind of conflicted, like, do I like this or do I hate it? Mm-hmm. And I'll sit through it. But afterwards, and he shakes his head, you could tell he's so happy. Like after they get a bath. Yeah. They f- just feel clean and 
happy. There's a good ear cleaning scene in the movie Paddington, which I've been telling you to watch for years now. 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. The follow-up got a 99. But keep watching your dateline and first 48, I wonder what happens. Okay, Squid Game. <laughs> Donna! Here's That's an aberration! <laughs> this is a pretty clever story, okay? There is a Republican uh, who is running for governor of Virginia. And he used to run a company that helped Scooter Braun obtain Taylor Swift's catalog. She's forever, ever, ever, ever talking about Taylor. Continue. You guys. And his Democratic opponent is using that in ads to mobilize Taylor's fans to vote for him. Oh. How smart is that? Because she's got so many followers, so well, many fans. It is very strategic. It is very strategic. And and the so the one guy, this something Glenn, he is the former CEO of the Carlisle Group, which backed the sale of um, Big Machine Records to Scooter Braun. So this other guy is buying digital ads, letting which is smart too to buy the digital ads, mm-hmm. yep, to let them know that this guy helped buy her masters out from under her, and they're using the hashtag We Stand with Taylor. Not exactly getting them to vote on the issues per se, right? But still a strategic bit, absolutely, of garnering as much support as Very you can. Very smart. Two points for those guys. Yeah. Why inject? Uh, you know. Ethics into how we, you know, encourage people to vote now anyway. Just right. get her done. Yeah. I mean, I don't really agree with well, that. Well, no, we don't, know. but we're just okay, satire, Donna. So speaking of Taylor, I have another story. About Taylor. Talking about Taylor. Rude. <laughs> she was in the movie Cats, which was critically just annihilated, right? despised yes so broadway legend andrew lloyd weber i love this story it's so funny he is the composer behind you know a lot of popular musicals and where was he uh da, da, da. i don't know phantom of the opera yes he Cats. did uh jesus christ uh, superstar evita so anyway very revered okay he really hated the film ab- adaptation of Cats. And, you know, that's the one with Jason Derulo, Taylor Swift, James Corden, Jennifer Hudson, Dame Judi Dench, Rebel Wilson. Like, everybody was in this, but it was t- tragic. <laughs> so he did this new interview with Vari- Variety, and uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber says that the source material for Cats... um was mm, really ridiculous, was the word that he used. He said, Katz was off the scale all wrong. There wasn't really any understanding of why the music ticked at all. I saw it and I just thought, oh God, no. It was the first time in his 70-odd years on this planet that he went out and bought a dog. (laughs) So the one good thing to come out of it, he says, is his little Havanese puppy. Oh, yeah. Gets better. This puppy has become his very close companion. And 
he thought as Broadway reopens that this would be the perfect reason to bring him, you know, on his travels. Totally. So he said, I wrote off and said I needed him with me at all times because I'm emotionally damaged and I must have this therapy dog. So the airline writes back, can you please prove that you really need him? And he said, yes, just see what Hollywood did to my musical cats. (laughs) Then he got an approval letter back saying, quote, no doctor's report required. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? That's funny. That's good. Strap a vest on him. Yeah. It's a therapy dog. That's right. He probably does need him. Anyway. Um, Let's take a break. There you go. That's what I got for the beat. Uh, Donna's getting all chuggy alert today. She was talking about, I'm wearing skinny jeans. She was giving me the truth, the cold hard truth about that. Mm-hmm. She's got stuff on the side part mm-hmm. that she thinks everybody now officially needs to take notice of. Also a new trend. Clothes that don't exist. <laughs> That's a thing that makes no sense at all. Donna will try to explain it when we come back. A little fashion talk next on Donna and Steve. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my top 1071. Everything entertainment. Okay, so I'm starting to find out what's chuggy, what's not. Yeah. But remember, Parent- yesterday we found out teens are chuggy. They're buying iPhones. They wear Nike. They're doing all the chuggy things, too. What's uh, chuggy about iPhones? It's chuggy. It's too typical. Everybody's doing it. Yeah, get that one get with the that flip. flip. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. 87% of teens have an iPhone. Oh. 80% of teens who have a phone have an iPhone. Yeah, they're good. Okay, well, along with teens, designers and fashion insiders are embracing now the middle part. Because nobody wants to look old. Side part out, middle part in. Oh, they're seeing this on runway shows or at runway shows. I should say you're seeing um, the September issue of Vogue. Lots of middle parts. Mm. Would you middle part your hair for us? Sure. All right. Uh, you want me to do it right now? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Where it doesn't take too long. Uh, Rocco, where's your part? Um, I just sort of throw it back and see where it lands. Throw it back, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm going the opposite way. Um, yeah, oh, I need to part that for you. Yeah, I'm, it's Here. weird. I can't tell my left from my right. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is not going well. And it's sort of, okay, yeah, now she's gone. So you're having trouble there, buddy. <laughs> is it like a mirror or is it not feeling like a I'm mirror I'm looking for in you? the camera that we're on for our YouTube channel. Yeah. Which way, why do I keep pulling it the opposite? I don't know. I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> well, then just wear your hair the way that you want. Do you do you have to part it or does it like when you blow dry your hair? Yeah, no, I do have to. How often do you blow dry your hair? Uh, most mornings. Okay. Thanks for asking. Do you ever straighten it? Uh, no. Like a flat iron? No, but I don't like those. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Should yeah. I try it? Maybe I'll try. I don't know. Oh, no. well, last time I checked, you only live one time. I have a crimper. Should I crimp it? Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh my gosh, that'd be great. I don't have a crimper. I'd lie. Anyway, so right now, middle part in, side part out. There are some people who are saying, "Listen, shut you, up." Yeah, yeah. Part your hair the way you want to, because a lot of times it has to do with the shape of your face and what looks best yes. on you. So I like a side part so much better, like on my wife. She's done middle part before, but I really like side part. 
I think it has to do, like you said, with her face. She's got one. Which is always a plus. It's a good start. Good to have a face. All right. Um, something else. Skinny jeans out. No, no. This is yeah. No, this is fake news. I didn't believe it the first time around. I'm not going to receive it now. No. All right. I'm just telling you what the Sorry. kids are saying. The next fashion trend is clothes that don't exist. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means. It doesn't mean nudity. What? Okay. This this is kind of like the NFT stuff. No. Wait. Is this is the thing fungible? Is that thing fungible? <laughs> no, it's not fungible. It looks so fungible to me. Okay, get to it. Okay, there you go. Uh, there's an emerging fashion trend that is clothes that don't exist, and there's a new digital fashion store or stores that sell these digital outfits that the stores simply Photoshop onto a customer's photos or videos to be posted onto social media. And they say there's growth potential behind that. See, I don't even understand what I just said. We're going to... I'll let you continue. Okay, so... Uh, See if we can figure it out. Because you know what? Gosh darn it. We're not going to be shoved around like we were with non-fungible token news, where the more we read about, the less we understand and we feel dumber. Right. We're going to crack this code. Keep going. We're all listening. So, they... These digital outfits could become a way for you to dress your avatar when interacting in online games, meeting places, which is expected to become common as more of our engagement is happening virtually, Zoom and all that. For kids and gamers and social media users, they say that the appeal is evident. I guess. Yeah. For us, it sounds absurd. Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's Um, true, like on Fortnite... Oh my you gosh. can change the clothes and the skin. Oh, yes, yeah. My it. nephew like spent hundreds of dollars on his Fortnite skins and all that. Wow. Yeah, Fortnite's a crazy game. It's free. It's free. It's a I great game, and it's that. free to download on your PlayStation, your Xbox, your phone, whatever. But they only give it to you for free because they believe that over time, you will buy these little add-ons. Well. Ten bucks here, ten bucks there. The Rocco, do you know what color forms are? Kind of, yeah, it was a 70s thing. Yeah, so you'd get this little magnetic board with little magnetic outfits that you could put on your little magnetic dolls. Okay. So it's like an avatar, but you just take like a shirt, a little magnetic shirt. You put it on the board on top of your little guy. Right, right. So it's kind of the same concept, but people, like you could put a digital shirt um. Mm. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay. Okay. So here's the problem. Okay. $25 hats to hundreds of dollars for a dress? So basically, you're paying the same as if they were real clothes, but they're not. You're not wearing anything. It's just your avatar. It will never be in your closet. It'll only exist so you can get dressed up in a fancy vest or dress on your for a Zoom 
meeting. Rocco, as a technicality, because it was so confusing, we're going to call that non-fungible token news. This has been non-fungible token news. There you be, the news of NFTs. They're so non-fungible. My John's non-fungible. Now you know the deal on NFTs. Everybody knows stuff now. Hey, Project Down and Dirty Construction happening at Extreme Sandbox, Minnesota. We are pumped about this. Presented by David at First Equity. Hey, David. Hi, David. uh, Our friends at Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. The Music Man is on stage now. Loved that show. Love that place. Follow along on air on social media and online November 3rd through the 5th. All of your favorite shows here on My Talk. We're all going to be there. All the hosts. We're going to learn how to operate heavy construction equipment. All to raise money for four great charities. Like our charity we love, Make-A-Wish Minnesota. You can learn more. Uh, go to Project Down and Dirty Construction. Details found at mytalk1071.com. Keyword project. Uh, hey, guess what? I might have some insider information. I don't know if this is even published yet. Well, let's talk Uh-oh. about it. But I've been asked to make a promo about it. Oh. Uh, we're going to have tickets that are going to go on sale a week from today at nice. 10 a.m. I don't even understand how the tickets. Well, guess what? I can tell you. Yeah, Brock. I don't knows. think this is. I, I think it's probably I was told be on to make a promo. So It'll be on the air tomorrow, right? Yeah. Might even be on the air uh, later today. Whoa. Um, so there uh, is going to be, so we're going to be driving these things around, right? Mm-hmm. And people can come watch us do it on, I think, that Friday night. And like drive in style, right? Like yes, they can, you can park be in, in their, their car. car. Huh. Um, and then not only will you get to see us do it, the pros will be there like smashing oh. a car and stuff yeah. called the Big Machines Show. So that those tickets are going to go on sale a week from today. We'll have, we'll have a promo about this running all week. And then there's it. also going to be, like always, a reunion show from 4 to 6 on that Friday. And you can get tickets to that, too. So stay tuned for that promo. You two might even be in it. I love that. Hey, give us a call. 651-641-1071. Uh, call us now. You can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Bet on me or Tana. Bet on the right person. You want a prize. 651-641-1071. All right, let's play a game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. And so does Kelly. She's on the phone. She's going to pick one of you two, and if she picks right, she's going to win a My Talk t-shirt. And here's what she's going to pick. Did you guys know that it's National Newspaper Week? No. No. Do you guys subscribe to a, a newspaper? Uh, no, no. No. I used to deliver the newspaper, the Valley News Dispatch. Well, if you don't subscribe to them, they're going to go out of business, and then where will we be? This has been National Newspaper Week, PSA, by me. <laughs> I subscribe Hipster to two Rocco. newspapers. Anyways, I wonder if Kelly does. Anyways, I'm going to quiz you on uh, some movies that have something to do with newspapers. Oh, no. And Kelly's going to decide which of these two non-newspaper subscribing talk shows know more about movies that have something to do with newspapers. Kelly, the floor is yours. Oh, I don't subscribe to a newspaper either, so we're all... Mm -hmm, uh, mm Well, let's go with Steve today. Yes, Queen. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye, Donna. Steve, you and Kelly can chat it out. Yeah, Kelly. Listen, I used to uh, deliver the newspaper. 
started at the age of 10. Technically, you were supposed to be 12, but when you're a working boy, you're a working boy. You know, they can't slow you down. Child labor laws be darned. You go, Steve. That's my girl. What was your first job? Uh, I was a bean walker. Tell me what that means. (laughs) We would go out in the fields and pull weeds for farmers for $2 an hour. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, it all adds up, right? All right. I'm going to do my best for you. We're going to pot you down. You listen along and we'll call you back in at the end when we need your help. Okay. Okay. Steve, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, uh, did you hear that the Zodiac Killer was in the news yesterday? I did hear that. Yeah, they think they got the identity. So this first question is about the 2007 film Zodiac, in which Jake Gyllenhaal plays a political cartoonist for The Chronicle. In which city is The Chronicle published? San Francisco. The 2015 movie Spotlight was about a newspaper called The Globe. In what city is The Globe published? Is that Boston or Philadelphia? Boston. What newspaper did Woodward and Bernstein write for in the movie All the President's Men? What newspaper? newspaper? Yeah. All the President's Men. Um, they wrote for the Washington Post. Or maybe the New York Times or maybe the LA Times. So I'm going to say Washington Post. And I hope the Claudine was listening well because we're going to need her here. Kelly. 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 All right, let's wow. go over. Let's go over these answers. Uh... 2000 film Zodiac, about the Zodiac killer. Jake Gyllenhaal plays a political cartoonist for The Chronicle. In which city is The Chronicle published? Steve said San Francisco. Your thoughts? I'm going to say go with all of them. Oh. Touch them all. Claudine. Kelly. Kelly. I'm just getting a little spoiler alert. You guys did pretty well here. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let me. Uh, you go get Donna Rocco. I okay, have a cool. question for Kelly. Um, Kelly, what's happening next in your day? We might win a game here, which would be a great start to it. What's occurring next for you? I am making French toast <gasps> and oh feeding my husband. Oh, God, my. I sound, I sound like I'm 100 years old. No, no. You sound like you're a loving wife. That's Listen, that. I mean, we can we can have pro- progress in our society and still have loving acts of service to our spouse. Exactly. The I, two need not be on? mutually exclusive. Donna, Kelly, and I were connecting. She's oh, making French toast. Counseling. Okay. French toast for her husband. She's oh, making how right sweet now. Are That's you? Sweet. Oh, I haven't had French toast in so long. What are we doing? Let's go. Did you guys know? Come on you, over. You know what? You know what? Donna has no idea of is that Kelly was once a bean walker. Yes. <laughs> the look on Donna's face. What does that mean? That's what we said too. It means that she would um she would pick weeds from farmland for two dollars an hour. Actually oh. I think it was less than two dollars an hour. I'm hoping my Minnesota peeps out there know what this means. Uh, we're hoping so too. <laughs> and we're hoping it means what you said. <laughs> we're so All right. scared. All right, here we go, Donna. This is a tough one. I know. I, I assume. Very tough. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're going to quiz you on some newspaper movies. Mm-hmm. And we will start with this one. Did you hear that the... Um, I always kind of get a little wordy on the first question because the timer's not going. Okay. I like that. Um, I like it. Tell me the story. <laughs> did you hear the, the, the Zodiac Killer was in the news yesterday? I did they hear think, that. Not the police, but some like true crime sort of enthusiasts think they figured out who it is. Yeah, he's dead, though. He's dead. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it made me think of the 2007 film Zodiac, yeah. in which Jake Gyllenhaal oh, no. plays a political cartoonist for The Chronicle. 
In which city is the Chronicle published? San Francisco. The 2015 movie Spotlight was about a newspaper called The Globe. In which city is The Globe published? The Globe. The Globe. Let's just say New York for now. That's not right. And what newspaper did Woodward and Bernstein write for in All the President's Men? Washington Post. The second one is, maybe it's London. Let's just go with New York, the New York Globe, the London Globe. (laughs) Boston, Boston. Boston. Oh my gosh! In at the buzzer. The buzzer. You guys got them all right. We went three for three, both How of us. How did that happen? We don't know. I don't know. Because, Wait, yeah. the first answer was a... It was San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. that, that was a guess. Was a Northern then the California. Boston Globe. Yep. That oh, movie that was about was... looking we... into uh, sexual abuse. And oh, man. The then church. you hear president, and you just assume it's the Washington Post because of Washington, D.C. So, I yeah. guess I'm going to have to go to a tiebreaker. Yes, queen. Um, and oh, I found no. a soundbite from a movie. The movie's from 1941. Oh, jeez, <laughs> so we Wait, we need to name the movie? Yeah, I think, um, here's the deal. Yes, it's from 1941, but some it, it's kind of known as one of the most famous movies ever. Okay. So, we'll see if you can name... Name the movie. Name this movie, and uh, Kelly can get in on it, too. It goes like this. Say your name if you know it. Steve. Steve. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. No. I just try everything I can. You know perfectly well there's not the slightest proof that this... Donna, Mr. Smith goes to town. Steve, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Oh, my God. Rosebud. Jeez, Louise. Hands looking at you, Rosebud. Yeah, sorry. Oh, wow. Good job. Kelly, you just won a prize. Yay. You get a My Talk tube of syrup. No, a T-shirt. Oh, way to go. What is is there what is the T part of T shirt mean? Do we know that? Wonderful question. I'll look it up. I will too. Um in the meantime, yeah, let's do that. I'll talk to <laughs> Kelly. Random, I'll get her address but... and all that. And um okay. you guys get tipsy and find out why they called a T shirt. Okay. Right. Uh here comes your Thanks, tip. Guys. Bye. Bye boo Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Alrighty, I got it here. Uh, the reason that they call it a T-shirt is that style of shirt named after the T shape of its body and sleeves. The body and the, when the sleeves oh, like a, go out like a little a bit, it looks like a T. Tea? No, oh, like, like the any T-shirt. Tea. Yeah, the letter T. Okay, wow. okay. I lost my calendar hacks. Uh, that's okay. Oh darn it! Where'd mine go? Wow. I had hacks. Remember the hacks? Oh, yeah, you had Oh, like hacks. here was one. I got one. These are bad hacks. These are unethical okay. hacks. Okay. Very unuseful. Donna. What? Okay, sorry. Glue a wasp. This is from Reddit. Glue a wasp to the palm. A dead wasp. Glue a dead wasp to the inside of the palm of your hand. Okay. And then you can smack your boss in the back of the head as hard as you want, and then you can claim that you saved them. <laughs> That's funny. All right. That's great. Who's going to find a good one first? Uh, Me. I got one. Ready? All right, go ahead. Best time to drink water? Morning. Two glasses after waking up helps activate your internal organs. Oh. One glass 30 minutes before a meal helps your digestion. Okay. 
One glass before taking a shower helps lower your blood pressure. Oh. And one glass before going to bed helps avoid stroke or heart attack. So just drink a lot of water. Got it. Thanks. Love your style. <laughs> Been around this block. Nothing impresses you. Yep, you know it. Eat an orange before working out. Not only does it keep you hydrated, but it also prevents your muscles from getting sore. Well, thank you for bringing this up. I did a chest and triceps workout on Sunday, four days ago. Still tender to the touch. Oh, wow. Because it was my first time at the gym in 18 months, 19 months. And so even though I have some dumbbells downstairs, you realize lifting heavier weight that is available to you at a gym stresses your muscles in a Mm -hmm. different way. Mm Mm-hmm. What, I can't be sore anymore? No, you could be sore, You don't Steve. want me to progress in any way. I Why really do. I do. Well, we're talking about oranges. If you forgot to put deodorant on and you don't want to smell like you've been at the gym, cut a fresh lemon or orange into two halves and just rub it onto your skin. Your body odor will disappear. You're welcome. Remember when I sprayed my body with Citra Magic, that air freshener? <laughs> yes. And I shouldn't have sprayed it. I sprayed it on a part of my... You should never spray it directly on your body. I, I found just, that out after. I can't believe like you are a grown man and you're you're looking at this can of room spray mm-hmm. and you're thinking you know where that would go well on I, my privates don't talk to me like that that's <laughs> uncomfortable well you're the one who told the story point is though my wife just said to my mom last night hey when we come home over christmas we are we're buying citra magic for every place cuz my mom has glade or Febreze, and all that garbage does, respectfully, masks. is masks. The Citra Magic Bathroom Spray I'm reading is it the best after-you-go bathroom spray out there. It is so good. It eliminates. It does not mask. It fully eliminates the odor. We have been using it for the last three months, okay, and it is okay. unbelievable. Can I give you a bathroom update from DJ Rock Lobster? Sure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I had a bidet installed yesterday. <gasps> Rocco, Uh-oh. first he's on a yacht. <laughs> now he's got a bidet. I wow, you this are just the, big timing us. I left think and I'm right. into it. The toilet paper shortage? It's it's just you know about keeping it clean. But do you then use toilet paper? To just that, to I'm kind of trying. I don't know how much we want to talk about this, but I'm kind of I'm kind of a one of those uh, baby wipe users. You yeah. know, like the thing. That's a great idea. But my plumbers sort of tell me not to. Yeah, do that. exactly. Well, the thing is. You shouldn't throw it in the toilet. Right. You should throw it Even in. Even though it's I know. heck no to that. You well, then you is... just wrap it and throw it in the garbage. When we come back, I've got audio of our executive producer at Twin Cities Live experiencing a bidet for the first time ever. He recorded <laughs> it. It put it on Instagram. This was during the pandemic. Rocco, you'll have to tell me if it, if it resonates with you at all. And also, update on Angelina Jolie and her share of that big Francis state that she and Brad Pitt had together. Yep. Is she digging her heels in? Or is she just letting it go? We'll tell you about it next. It's us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Ooh, it's uh, looking like Angelina Jolie unloaded her um, her stake in that Marival property in France that oh. she and Brad Pitt were kind of fighting over. Right. You know it's you know it kind of sucks for Brad Pitt. He sold her portion to her for one euro. Mm. So it didn't cost her anything to buy into it. 
but she's getting the benefit of having sold it for we don't know how much money. But uh, she sold 50% of her share to Stoli's Wine Division. Hmm. Okay. So the... The entire um, the entire value of the place is 164 million. Oh, so Tenut Del Mondo, the wine division of the Stoli Group, purchased that 50 percent of the Chateau Marival estate. Nice job. Thank you, Steve. And I wow. guess Brad Pitt's happy. I bet not. I don't think he wants some corporation coming in and buying. But is he still majority? No, it's 50-50. Not 51-49. Nope, it's 50-50. Back, okay, so when the two of them first purchased their shares, because his company, Mondo Bongo, <laughs> has separately filed a lawsuit against Angelina Jolie's company, Nouvelle, uh, regarding the estate in order to retain a majority share of it. So when they first bought it, it was 60-40 with Brad's company holding the majority share. But then in 2013, the split evened to 50-50 when Brad's company transferred some of the shares to her company mm. so that it would be a 50-50. And then the documents claimed that Brad Pitt sold Angelina Jolie the shares back in 2013 for that symbolic price of one euro below Uh, the true value of her stake. And now they're arguing that that transfer should be voided. hmm. Wow. This is getting messy. It's forever too. Yeah. It is for, I guess when you're really rich, there are all sorts of, yeah, all sorts of properties and things like that. Super complicated. (sighs) They should have never got married. Where was that? 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Yeah, It's so crazy because they were together for a long time. Everything was going great. And then they decided to get married for the kids. And then all hell broke loose. Hmm. Thank you. There you go. That's from Donna Valentine. You got it, buddy. Uh, My mother and father are on a road trip right now from Minnesota to Pennsylvania where they live. And my dad just sent in an update and said, that my mom ordered three cans already of the Citra Magic. Oh, that nice. we told them that they should upgrade to. Love it. And uh, so that's one thing you could do. Rocco on Bathroom Talk just got a bidet <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yes. The guy goes on a yacht for the first time in his life three yeah. weeks ago. I know. And owns a bidet mm. now. It's just, it's just insanity. So here now is the audio of Christian Unser, the executive producer of Twin Cities Live. This video was taken March 22nd, 2020. Oh, wow. So think about where we were, March 22nd, 2020, a week and a half into the worldwide shutdown, toilet paper shortage on high. Here he is doing a video, Rocco, and tell me if this was okay. what your first experience was like. Here's Christian Unser on a bidet. Everything's out of control. Um, I've never used one before, so I really don't know what the sensation's going to be like. Uh, also, it is a cold water bidet, so it could be quite bracing, but um, there's a the instructions are a little vague. There's a a button that says bum wash. So I'm going to switch hands here. Bum wash. And I'm just going to turn it. And I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see on the other side. Here we go. (laughs) 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 Bracing. And then I guess you just pat it dry. 
I can up the pressure, I think. Let's try that. Do you have do pressure you? settings, yeah. Rocco? Oh, not only skin. that, I have warm water, even hot water. Oh. You have hot water? Yeah, I, I went all out for this thing. Actually, I didn't. It was like 60 bucks. There was some that were, you can buy like a whole toilet seat for like 400 bucks if you want. I did not do that. The bidet mm-hmm. was only $60? Pretty mm-hmm. sure. Amazon.com, sorry. How do you get... I think Grant has a bidet, too. Ooh. I might believe. have to do a bidet podcast. I'm going to see if Grant's around. You guys keep talking. Okay, all right. Sounds wow. good. Wow. I mean, I could see your kids abusing this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my kid, my 10-year-old, was like, that is disgusting. Uh. And I got to admit, my 10-year-old is one of the reasons we bought a bidet, because he needs to <laughs> kind of up it. the cleanliness. Oh, Rocco, the yeah. amount of times that I have to say, guys, it's like this. You got to flush that toilet, and there, there are all sorts of sanitary yeah, conversations. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to know anymore. But I got to, I think I'm all in on this. I had to have a plumber mm. help me install it, because I'm not very handy. Oh, good for you, though. Thank you. Okay. That's oh, great. Good luck. They just sneak right onto the back of the seat. You can get one for 30 bucks. Yeah. I'll send you the one I got. It's like 60 bucks on, you know, I try not to use Amazon, but every now and then it. Are you going to get some kind of referral bonus where you get like an additional nozzle or something (laughs) like that when you refer me? Yes. Oh, kind of like a shower head that you can take off. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. I, uh, yeah, like I said, I was a little, I'm kind of worried that it would be too hot because it's kind of says, you know, watch yourself if you turn it too far. Oh, to yeah, right. you don't want to burn that. Yeah. It's very delicate. <laughs> Ew. Okay. How does it know which way to shoot? Like, um, I was kind of worried. I was wondering about that too because it did, uh, it, it hit the target. Like, first <sighs> time. You know, it was like William Tell. Ding, 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 ding. Does it <laughs> ring <William> a bell? <laughs> How do you know? Are there carnival sounds oh that you can gosh. adjust in the settings? That's great. Well, on that note. Yeah. We might not talk about that next hour. Yeah. No. No, um, I think we're good. I think bidet talk is over. Uh, when we come back, you know, Donna's always on the dating scene. What? And uh, I don't know if you ever are interested in younger gentlemen, Donna. Oh, Or older gentle. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what you look for, but I know what Whoopi Goldberg is tired of looking for. She dated some younger, some younger folks. Mm, Yeah, that could be a problem. Had an eye-opening encounter of just how problematic the age gap was Uh when the younger person she was dating asked this question. We will let Whoopi Goldberg tell you the story from her own mouth. When we come back, it is the Donna and Steve experience on my talk, 107.1.